Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. How we doing, Fantasy Champs? Welcome on in. Morgan is not here today. Had some busy stuff going on. So you're stuck with me for the day, but that's okay because I'm going to give you some starts and sits for this week. I uh, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, Veterans Day weekend should be a fun one. Um, so we got a lot to talk about for this episode. Um, we're doing some starts and sits. I'm going to help you with your lineup this week. Uh, I think I've been on an okay streak with starts and sits. We've had some hits, some misses, but I think overall we've done a pretty good job this year and we're here to help you once again. But uh, before we do, make sure you do the following. Check out our website at the Fancy Champs. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and like us on Facebook. Twitter at the FF Champs, Instagram at the Fancy Champions, Facebook, Facebook.com slash the Fancy Champions, uh, TikTok at the FF Champs. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any other podcasting platforms, please leave re- review, share with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, and comment. I don't know how Morgan does that every week, um, but I tried it. It went okay. So without further ado, uh, I won't waste much of your time. We're going to be talking about some starts and sits. So my first, we'll talk about quarterbacks first, as we usually do. Um, and my quarterback start of the week, and you know, I, I try not to be biased here, but I feel like the last like five or six weeks in a row, I've had somebody on my list for my fantasy team. And uh, I think the first time I did it didn't do well, but since then it's done okay. So I'm trying not to be biased here, and there, there's real reasons for it, but my start of the week at quarterback is Jared Goff, who I traded for in our home league, uh, I think two weeks ago now, but um haven't started him yet, but I would be this week. And uh, the reason being is he's playing the Chargers, uh, who I believe ranked 27th against quarterback so it is a top five matchup this week for jared goff um it's a game that could be a shootout lions chargers could be a positive game script for a guy like jared goff and uh, he's also kind of a do um he's not the quarterback that is putting up big numbers every week obviously like he's at qb12 which feels about right um although with the injuries the quarterbacks you know maybe he could be higher but He's one of those guys that has good weeks, bad weeks, right? Um, and in the real NFL, he can be solid for you consistently. But in fantasy, he's going to have a big week here where he throws three touchdowns. And then the next week, he throws one touchdown, one interception for 200 yards and gets you like uh, 13 fantasy points, you know, something like that. So, <clears throat> but this is this is a favorable matchup. He's had some tough ones last couple weeks. And he also... You know, he had a big game against Carolina, big game against Campbell, putting up 20-plus in both those games. And then the last two weeks, he has scored under 15 fantasy points. Um, but I think against the Chargers, it, it's a bounce-back spot. It's coming off the bye. He hasn't had a big game in a couple weeks. Uh, it's a it's a favorable matchup. All these things going in his favor. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to explode because I don't think he will. He's Jared Goff, so um, I don't see him getting, like, 30-plus. But... Uh, I think this is a week where he can get 20-plus fantasy points for you and throw multiple touchdown passes um, and maybe have some big plays in there. I think that game, you know, maybe it might be advertised as a shootout and ends up being lower scoring, but I still think uh, Jared Goff plays well and is a good start. 
Um, my sit of the week at quarterback is actually my guy, Sam Howell. Um, <clears throat> Howell's kind of one of those funny guys because one week everybody's like he shouldn't be a starter in the NFL, and then the next week they're hyping him up. And uh, this is one of those weeks where they're hyping him up. And he's, you know, he's a young quarterback that makes some plays. Um, but he's not at the point where he should be started every week. And I think people are there with him. I mean, he's QB six and he's outside of the Buffalo game. He's been really, really good this year. And you could say the Giants game too. So outside of those two games, he's been a top 10 performer almost every single week. Um, pretty much every single week. I don't know if he was top 10 in week one, but week two against Denver, uh, week five against Cincinnati or week five against Chicago. Uh, I think week four against Philly, he was top 10. Uh, week eight against Philly, he was definitely top 10. I think he was QB1 that week. And then this past week against the Pats, I believe he was top 10 as well. So he's been um, really, really good in a, a QB1 for pretty much every week he's played other than those two. So seven of the nine weeks this season, he's been a QB1 just about. Uh, he's QB6 on the year. But he still has those moments where he doesn't put up big numbers, those games where he doesn't put up big numbers. And I think against really good teams outside of the Eagles, because I think he just has the Eagles figured out, um, he, he's going to have some stinkers in there. And he's he's still not like a great quarterback. He has a rushing floor, which is why I liked him. He has a lot of weapons around him. Eric Bieniemy. I thought his situation was good. So he has some good things going for him, but... Again, he shouldn't be a guy that is in your lineup every single week that you feel confident about, especially against tough matchups. On the road against Seattle, coming off the game that Seattle just had, I think is a tough spot for Sam Howell. Uh, I think the Seahawks are going to probably win this football game comfortably. Uh, Their defense is decent. I know it gave up a lot of big plays last week against the Ravens. Um, But their weakness on defense is their rush defense. They're pretty good against the pass. They rank 13th against quarterbacks, which isn't anything crazy, but it's, it is pretty solid. Um, and it's just going to be a tough spot, I think, for Howell and the Commanders. So I wouldn't be putting money on Sam Howell. I wouldn't be putting my money on the Commanders. Uh, so I would sit him this week. I think if you have better options, go for it. Now, you might be in a situation where you don't have better options uh, if you had a big quarterback injury or something. So if that's the case, then fine. But I wouldn't be starting Howell. Um, let's move on to the running back positions. My start of the week at running back is Ramondre Stevenson. And he does make me a little nervous because I think the Patriots right now are probably a bottom five team in the NFL. And it's never really a good thing to be starting guys on bottom five teams and bottom five offenses. I mean, that's always tough. But Ramondre last week against the Commanders looked really, really good. Um, he had a big, big rushing touchdown. In that game, um, had tw- I think he was QB or RB, he's a top three running back, I think, last week um, in fantasy. So coming off a big week, he's been really inconsistent this week or this year, and he's been more down than up, I think. Had that really tough stretch against through the Jets, through the Saints game, but the whole team did. Um, and although they haven't really recovered, they're at least scoring points now because in those games, especially the Cowboys and Saints, I think they scored three points in those two weeks, so they're at least scoring like 17 points a week, which isn't anything special, but that's good enough to at least produce some fantasy value in PPR leagues. Um, and against the Colts, it is a great matchup. Colts are, again, in bottom five against running back, so he's coming in, having another great spot. I think after the week he had last week, 
he's going to be a real focus point, getting him the football um, on the ground and through the air. He only had nine carries this week. I think that probably goes up. Um, but he always has a decent floor PPR-wise for the most part, other than those three games, because he gets a lot of receptions, gets about four catches a week, sits around five to six targets last couple weeks. So um, he's going to have that floor. And I think against the Colts, it's a good enough matchup where he can get a couple big plays in there. Maybe if you're lucky, get another touchdown um, and have a big-time week. I think going forward, Ramondre isn't the guy that we hoped he would be. He's not that low-end RB1. Um, but this week, he can still do that. And I think in uh, you know his next game, they have a bye next week, but the following week, they have the, the Giants and Chargers. So the next three weeks, he could still put up pretty good numbers. But I think rest of season, he's probably not um, that low-end RB1 that you wanted. But if your trade deadline is later, let's say you have like a week 12 trade deadline, um, it's a guy that you could probably take advantage. Let's say even a week 11 trade deadline. Um, he has a big week this week and it puts up back-to-back like 20-point weeks. He could be a really good trade asset for you um, if you wanted to go that route. But either way, I do like Ramondre this week against the Colts. Uh, it is in Germany, so that's always a wild card, but I would still start him. Um, my sit of the week is Gus Edwards. And this is a tough one because I know everyone's riding high on the Gus Bruss. The Gus Bruss is taking off full speed. There's uh, no tickets available. The Gus Bruss is sold out. Everybody's going absolutely bananas over him. And I understand. And he has been a monster this past couple of weeks. So it's hard for me to put him on a sit list when the last three weeks he's basically putting up 20-plus fantasy points. Uh, but we still have to understand with Gus Edwards that he doesn't get receiving work. So he is very touchdown reliant. He has six touchdowns in the last three games against Detroit, Arizona, Seattle. Um, Granted, going into it, I don't think Detroit was a super great matchup. I don't believe. I'll have to double check, but I believe at least two of those three were good matchups. I'd have to double check, but... um, so he, he's been in good spots. And this past week, let me tell you about this past week against the Seahawks. 18% snap percentage. Five carries. Zero targets. He had five touches in the game and scored two touchdowns. So he had 17 face points. That's so unsustainable. It's It, it just can't continue. Uh, now, this week he's up against Cleveland, who ranked top five against the rush so it's not a good matchup whatsoever i think a lot of people are going to be um high on gus edwards that have him in in your league probably because he's been winning you weeks but um make the smart play don't start him this week against cleveland cleveland's defense has been elite absolutely elite this season and gus edwards if he's getting five touches a game could very well lose you a week because there's a chance he gets like two fantasy points this week and you lose by like three or four points. So don't start Gus Edwards. I'm very out on him this week, um, despite his hot streak. And I think that might be controversial. There might be some people blaming me for that, but I would sit Gus Edwards 100% and feel good about it. Um, start of the week at wide receiver is Tyler Lockett versus Washington. And most of the time when I have Tyler Lockett on the show, he's usually my sit of the week. Um, I've (laughs) been very low on Lockett this year, and I was low at points last year, and then I got burned on it. So I was like, uh, 
I don't know. But last week, I believe he was my sit of the week, and he had six fancy points. This week, I'm going to ride with Tyler Lockett. He's not bad. Like, he still has some good weeks here and there. And this is against Washington, who played okay against the Patriots. But, again, that Patriots football team is not great. Uh, Washington's secondary is brutal. Their front seven was their strength of the team. And they got rid of two of their three best front seven players with Chase Young and Sweat. So, that team is not that good. Uh, Tyler Lockett could eat this week against that team. His home is a bounce-back scenario. I think we, I talked about this a little bit with the Sam Howell thing, but on the flip side with Seattle, it is a good bounce-back spot for them. And again, that defense is Swiss cheese. This feels like a game where Geno could throw three touchdowns. Um, Tyler Lockett eats. DK Metcalf eats. Uh, just one of those games where he's due. And even though, I mean, you go back to week two, even the games that he hasn't you know really performed, like this week against Baltimore, week seven against Arizona, he's still getting targets. Uh, since week two, that's 10, 7, 6, 8, 5, 9, 8. So if he's living in that spot, he'll be fine. Um, and against Washington, that'll be a good matchup. I do think he bounces back. Uh, I would love to see him matched up against Forbes. After Forbes had a good week this week, but he was matched up against guys like Jalen Rieger, and now he's going to face Metcalf and Lockheed. We'll see how that goes for him. Uh, Jacoby Myers against the New York Jets is my sit of the week at wide receiver. This one hurts me because I'm a big Jacoby Myers guy, but uh, it just feels like it's a it's a tough play this week against the Jets. He uh he he's been really really good this year. He's had some really good weeks. He's had a couple stinkers in there, but overall been good. Um, but with this new Raiders offense, I don't really know. It feels like they're going kind of what t- they were a little bit last year at the end, where Josh Jacobs is going to get like thirty touches a game. And they're not going to throw the ball a lot. And if that happens against the Jets, I mean, Jacoby Myers won't do much. That Jets defense is obviously really, really good. One of the best in the league. Um, Their corners are some of the best in the league. We've seen week after week receivers struggle against the New York Jets. Um, So it's already not a good matchup. The way the Raiders have been playing, I don't like the direction it's going in for fantasy in terms of their receivers uh, with Aiden O'Connell in there at quarterback. And maybe, I mean, long-term it might be better, but for the short term, I don't think Aiden O'Connell is going to go out there against the Jets and throw 300 yards and three touchdowns. So um, not that Garoppolo would have done that anyway, but the point is they are running the football a lot right now. And when they do throw it, they're going to be matched up against Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed. So, this is, uh, to me, a, a really just tough, tough spot for Jacoby Myers. I also think there's a little bit of they need to start getting Devontae Adams the ball more, and he might be pushing for that. So we might see a game where Adams gets some more targets, which just hurts Myers even more if they don't throw the ball a lot. So this is just a, a, a tough, tough play for Myers. And if I have other options, which in my dynasty leagues, I have Myers in a couple leagues, but he will be on my bench in most of those, even though I've been starting him and he's been playing well. But... Um, he'll probably be on my bench this week in those leagues. Um, finally, we'll get to the tight end positions. My start of the week at tight end, I love, love, love this play. That is Trey McBride against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, McBride is the tight end one right now on that team with uh, Zach Ertz out. And there's not a ton of weapons there for Kyler Murray to make his return. 
Um, it is his first game back of the season. It is a huge quarterback upgrade over what they had last week with Clayton Toon. So we had a tough week last week, but in week eight with Josh Dobbs, his last game with Josh Dobbs, the dude had 14 targets, 25 fantasy points, um, 10 catches, a touchdown, 95 yards. That monster, monster game. And I think against Atlanta, I'm not saying he's going to have a monster game like that because that was an elite performance. But I think he'll be really, really good. I think he's going to be a top 10 tight end this week. With Kyler Murray coming back, it's a favorable matchup as well against Atlanta. And even if Kyler Murray struggles, he's going to be better than what they had last week. Um, and it, in some ways, that might help because usually when quarterbacks are struggling, they'll just dump it off the tight end a couple times in the running back. So um, I expect a big, big-time week out of Trey McBride. Uh, I'm thinking in PPR leagues, he gets around 14, 15 fantasy points. Um, I'll say I'll say he gets like 13 without a touchdown and could get a 20-point week if he gets a touchdown. So um, big things from Trey McBride this week. I love that play, especially in daily fantasy. Or if you have him at the tight end position, got a guy on IR, got a guy on the bye week, uh, plug-and-play Trey McBride. And then my sit of the week at tight end uh, is David Njoku. It's against Baltimore. Very, very tough matchup. Uh, as you can tell, I have two players from the Browns uh, Ravens game on here. I, I think that could be a um, sloppy defensive battle. Uh, but Njoku's coming off a really good week. Uh, and I think that offense was hitting on all cylinders, but Njoku's the type of player that is up and down as well. So I've been on the down. Coming off uh, a couple of good weeks, actually. He's been doing well, but against Baltimore, I don't love that spot. Uh, and he's had back-to-back weeks with touchdowns. I think that streak ends this week. So there you have it. Those are our starts and sits for week number 10, I believe, which is kind of crazy uh, that we're already at that spot. Um, so don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we will talk to you Tuesday, Fantasy Champs. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.